Hello, my lovelies, and welcome to the Happy Hormones podcast. Thank you so much for being with me here today. As always, I know time is precious. So putting yourself on your own to-do lists is one of the most important self-care routines we can do. And remember, self-care plays a huge part in having happy cycles and balanced hormones, right? So let's talk about what phase of your cycle you're in today. And I am still in my ovulatory phase because I am jumping on this high energy getting these podcasts recorded. And hopefully, the more time we spend together, the more you will start to recognize that, you know, there is an absolute superpower in your cycle if you know how to tap into that. And remember, we're going to be discussing about how each phase represents different energies and no energy is bad, right? Because there's always to-do lists that are never ending. And when you finally get to grips on the best phase for your to-do list, life just feels so much easier and it really doesn't feel like you are pushing uphill all the time. So be kind to yourself, think about what phase of your cycle you are in and think about, right, what is on my to-do list this week? What can I achieve that I'm actually working with my body superpowers? So what are we talking about today? Well, we are going to be talking about seed cycling. So if you've been following me for a while, you probably would know that actually this is how I started being introduced to cycle syncing and menstrual cycle syncing in general. And of course, I've learned this from Nicole Jardim, who I'm also studying my hormone and menstrual certification with, which is very exciting. But she really, I suppose, planted the seed as well when I was going through my fertility journey and I had my five-year journey of miscarriages. I was doing everything I could to get my body to a place that it felt ready to receive a pregnancy. And even though I was healthy and I was fit, I wasn't necessarily doing everything to make my hormones happy. So if you're new on this journey and you're feeling very overwhelmed, always remember what is the next best thing you can be doing. So seed cycling is an amazing way that you can start incorporating certain foods in at certain phases of your cycle, especially if your hormones and menstrual cycles are just completely out of whack right now, then give this a go. Give it a month, track your symptoms and see what's improved. So, right, Michelle, you've you've sold me. How do I introduce seed cycling? Right, very, very simply. What we're doing is we're going to consume different seeds during the first half of our cycle, which is more estrogen dominant, then the second half of our cycle, which is more progesterone dominant, or we want it to be, right? So why that happens? Well, because estrogen is very dominant in the first half of our cycle, right? It is helping us to grow that uterine lining. It is helping those follicles to develop in hope of being the one that's going to be released for ovulation. Now, whether you're trying to get pregnant or not, you want to be ovulating in every cycle when possible. Why? Because it means we're going to be producing progesterone in the second half of our cycle, which is going to be keeping madam estrogen in check and not leading to all those symptoms of estrogen dominance. So whether you're trying to get pregnant or not, we should all be looking to achieve ovulation. Hope I've got you sold there. So if you have irregular cycles, maybe you've got a light flow, a heavy flow, maybe you've got something called a luteal phase defect, so basically a short luteal phase, maybe you're experiencing perimenopausal symptoms, you've got PMS, you've got mood changes, all of those breadcrumbs that we talked about in episode two on what hormonal imbalances are, 
seed cycling is a fantastic option for you. So seeds are generally amazing for health overall. You know, they've got fantastic health benefits. So basically the, heats, the seed cells, they contain a substance called lignans. And what does that do? Well, it helps to bind up to any excess hormones and all of these seed oils. And they contain essential fatty acids, which we know are what? Hormones 101. They are the building blocks for making hormones. So we cannot build a house without what? Let me hear it. Guys, bricks, beautiful, strong bricks to hold our house up. So if you are willing to give it a go, this is how we are going to do it. In the first half of your cycle, so think day one to 14, or if depending on the length of your cycle, if you've got a 30 day cycle, day one to 15. Basically, if you know when you're ovulating, we're doing it up to ovulation. If you do not know your cycles or if you're totally irregular, then we're going to go with the moon phases. And that would be from a new moon, day one, when we bleed, to a full moon, the day of our ovulating. So if you're perimenopausal and you, you don't think you're having regular anovulatory um, cycles, then you can go with the moon phases. If you're having issues with your cycle, they're very, very long, over 35 days, then I would suggest going with the moon phases. So what we're going to be doing is we're adding two to four tablespoons of ground flax seeds, making sure they're ground, and pumpkin seeds a day. And this is going to help, you know, naturally raise our estrogen levels as well, which is going to be supporting also the second half of our cycle. Because remember, what we do in the first half really supports what's going on in the second half. It's like this beautiful orchestra it's all helping each other. So we want to make sure that we're supporting through the whole cycle. And pumpkin seeds are one of my favorite seeds as well. I love to add them into smoothies. I love to add them into my salads. And a really good tip, I tend to make a batch. I dry pan them or you can put into a air fryer if you have one. Get them nice and toasted but not burnt. I keep them in the fridge because oils can go rancid, peeps. So trying to keep them in the fridge. And I will do about one to two weeks of a batch. I don't want to do a month because then it kind of goes rancid. I want to use what I'm make what I'm going to use. So then I will keep them in the fridge. They are ready in the fridge on the door. I open the fridge door and I think they're there as a reminder. I can put them into my salads. I can top up my veggies with them. And they're really, really yummy because they just add that toasted kind of nutty um, taste to a salad or some veggies and they can really liven it up and they're also really high in zinc and as we know zinc is so important for cycles and fertility and also because it supports our progesterone production which we want in the second half of our cycle remember so really really easy to remember now, the second half of our cycle, which we're going to call the luteal phase. So that would be your ovulatory and luteal phase. So again, depending on the length of your cycle, it could be day 15 to 30, whatever the second half of your cycle is. But generally after ovulation, if you're not ovulating and you're just like Michelle, it's not regular, then you're going to go with the moon phases again. And to be honest, sometimes I do this anyway, depending if you're very aligned with the moon or your cycle. And this is something that takes time my lovelies. It's not going to just happen. You do, like anything, have to track, start tapping into how your body is feeling. I feel a lot of the time I'm very aligned with the moon phases and not necessarily always my cycle phases. But right now, my cycle and the moon phases are actually synced up. So we're actually coming up to a full moon the next couple of days. And I know that I'm ovulating in the next day or two. I can feel that energy shifting as well. So right now I'm in alignment with the moon. 
And it doesn't matter if you're not. Just tapping into how you are feeling and working with that. So again, in the luteal phase of your your cycle, you're going from the full moon back to the dark moon. And this time we're swapping out, eating two to four tablespoons of both sesame seeds. And that can be white or black. I love the black sesame seeds. I got a bit more of a toasty flavor. And I remember adding so much of this in when I was on my fertility journey as well. And they're an amazing source of zinc again and vitamin E in the sunflower seeds, which we're also adding. Now, how I used to start to remember is it's SNS, sunflower and sesame. And that was my way of tricking myself into remembering what I should have. Again, write it down, make it as simple as possible for yourself. So you're going to have two to four tablespoons of sesame and sunflower seeds in the second half of your cycle, because again, high in zinc and high in vitamin E, a powerful antioxidant, which also stimulates the production of progesterone. And those lignans in the sesame seeds, again, is going to block any excess estrogen, meaning it's not going to, it's going to allow you to use the estrogen that you need, but any excess estrogen that we're getting from sources that we don't want. So think of the chemicals in our food, the um, chemicals, estrogenic chemicals that are in our skincare and our body products and all of those things. It'll almost block the receptor site with the estrogen that we want. Meaning when this other harmful estrogen comes in from our environment, it goes, ah, uh-uh, sorry. The space, the seat is filled up. So it's a really an amazing um, way to increase the estrogen effects that we want, but to block those estrogens that we do not want from our environment and our food. So, and it also as well, it's going to assist the liver because some of our seeds, you know, are really high in selenium. So it's going to help our liver in detoxification and improves our overall hormonal health, which is another episode all about the liver. But if you're thinking, okay, Michelle, I'm going to give it a go. I would absolutely recommend this if you are starting off on your cycle syncing journey. It's a really easy thing to do. It's a very powerful, um, has very powerful effects as well. Like I said, this is how I started on my cycle syncing journey. Once I started to see the benefits, even through my skin and my gut and my moods, it really pushed me into then, not pushed, I don't feel like I want to say pushed. It allowed me to explore, to go in deeper into menstrual cycle syncing. And this is why I'm here with you today, you know, what, 10, 11 years later, sharing my experiences with you. Now, if you're like, Michelle, that's a lot for me to remember. I can't remember already what you said. Head to the link down below and tap on my free cycle syncing download and tracker, start to track how you're feeling. You have the moon phases on there or your menstrual cycle phase, tap how you're feeling, tap any symptoms you're feeling, what's got better, maybe what's got worse. And also there, it'll show you which seeds you should be adding to each phase. Print it out, put it on your fridge. And as always, share with any amazing women in your life that need this right now. Thank you, my lovelies. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. As always, you know, it is through you that these episodes get shared and my message gets spread. So if you have time, I would love to, for you to share and do a rating with a big thumbs up. And as always, come say hi over on Instagram or drop me an email at michelle at newbodyandsoul.com and let me know how your journey is going. Happy full moon, my lovelies. Bye.